Hey TechLead here and welcome back to another episode of the TechLead. Now today I wanted to talk to you about the differences between working at Facebook versus working at Google. From the outside it looks like these are both very similar companies, they're both big tech giants but in reality working at them is also quite similar but there are very stark differences as well. Quick pause, thanks to brilliant.org slash techlead. Becoming great at math, science, or computer science doesn't have to be dull. Brilliant is a problem-solving website and app with a fun, hands-on approach and over 50 interactive courses. Check them out. Get 20% off premium at brilliant.org slash techlead. So first of all, we can talk about the work-life balance. Facebook is notoriously rumored to have bad work-life balance. And compared to Google, yes, it is true, I would say. And it's not really the fault of Facebook itself due to more project work or anything. It is really more due to the way the whole system is set up. So if we take a look at the tooling, first of all, Google, of course, they're using G Suite, right? They got Google Calendar, Google Docs, Gmail, Hangouts, Google Sheets, Google Slides, and it's all integrated nicely together and all works great. Facebook does not have that. They have Facebook for work. It's called Workplace. And in my mind, Workplace is one of the key contributors to high stress because you're essentially organizing all of your information like a Facebook newsfeed and you just keep scrolling. It's like, imagine you have email, but you're not able to sort the email. It's not chronological order. It just appears randomly every time you open it based on some relevance ranking algorithm. That just isn't that good. So you, what happens is you just keep scrolling until you feel that you've read enough, but maybe you didn't, you don't know. And you could be missing out on some key nugget of information such that there's always more to read. There's always more to do. You may feel like you've read everything and then after 10 stories that have been repeated, you find one story that's actually new. And then there's comments that appear all the time as well. So it's just really difficult to organize the information and you just start keep rereading the same stuff over and over and you can't figure out when you can actually stop reading up on information. There's no end. And that's essentially what they try to do with their products as well. They just make it so you just spend countless numbers of hours just going through your Facebook newsfeed. It turns out it's not that great of an idea if you do it for work. Google, on the other hand, they're using Gmail. It's a great communication tool. Facebook does not use email much, really. So what happens is that you're on Messenger all the time and people are just pinging you all the time over messages, over chats at all the hours of the evening. You know, it's not uncommon at 9 p.m. to get a ping from your manager about something that he figured out and he just wants you to take a look at that. And so anyway, due to the tooling, there are issues. The other thing is even if you write a really nice engineering document, design doc, proposal, nobody is really going to comment on it because they rather comment on the workplace newsfeed portion where people can like, heart, smiley face, post replies and stuff like that. But what happens is that it leads to conversations not occurring on the same document. That makes it harder to sort through ideas. And for those people who do manage to comment on the document, it just spreads out comments all over the place, scatters all the information, and you're left kind of digging through miscellaneous threads all over the place trying to piece together a puzzle. And so because of that scattered mess of information, it becomes stressful to try and organize it because you kind of lose some control there. You know, stress, stress generally occurs when you feel a loss of control. And that's kind of what you feel at the company like say Facebook where it's so organic and there's just people going around trampling on each other all over the place. There's not that much hierarchy. There are good things and bad things about it but it is generally more bottom-up driven and organic chaos as I might like to describe it. Google is a little bit more like a structured normal company. 
If we take a look at the performance axis, they're also kind of different. And the performance axis kind of drives what motivates every employee. Okay, so if we take a look at Google, they're driven by engineering complexity, impact, and leadership, I believe. So that kind of motivates over-engineered projects, which sometimes you do see. Like people might come up with crazy complex frameworks just to solve some simple problem. And so, yeah, that's one flaw of that. Now, Facebook, they're based on impact, better engineering, people, and direction. So here's what's so difficult about this. These four axes are opposite one another. So that makes it very difficult to execute on all of these properly. So to drive more impact, the more features that you're driving, the more products you're shipping, the better that goes. But then usually that comes at the cost of better engineering, right? The code just becomes mush as you're putting in all sorts of technical debt and hacks. If we take a look at people and direction, these are also a little bit counter to one another, right? And not only that, they're also not well-defined such that it takes a while for you to even understand what these are. But direction usually comes with leading initiatives. But then people has to do with working well with another person. And the problem is usually what happens is you have a bunch of people together. Everyone wants to drive their own direction. They want their own initiative and to lead their own projects. And in order to do that, they're often trampling on one another and redoing the same work, coming up with their own initiatives. And it's not rare to see multiple teams executing on the same idea and nobody really wants to reuse each other's code because they want to be the one who came up with the original idea to get that little point in direction. But on the people side, the more you trample on one another's code, your people, your friendliness dissolves. So the way to do this is you have to be sort of passive aggressive. You smile, you talk to another person and you kindly tell them that you're going to do the exact same work that they're doing only your way. And overall, in terms of engineering, this is just a disaster, right? Because people are re-implementing the same stuff. No one wants to reuse each other's code. People are just trying to ship out as many features as they can. And the more you push on one axis, the more another axis will begin to suffer. So you're kind of in this constant state of stress. The other funny thing I would say is that Google is very engineering driven, which I have to commend them for. It's, it's great. It's fantastic in that engineering culture. Like all of the managers and product managers usually have some sort of computer science coding background. Like the product managers at Google have just been impressive all the way through everyone I've met because they not only have that computer science background usually, but they have all of the people and communication skills to bring a project forward. At Facebook, what happens is it's more product driven, which could be good and bad. But what happens is you have managers who may not necessarily understand the code. And so their job is to slave drive. Their job is to just push and keep pushing. And they don't really quite understand, or I'm not sure if they have the empathy to really understand the plight of the engineer, right? Product managers as well, I feel at Facebook, at least, they kind of looked down on engineers. Like, I didn't sense as much respect because they weren't technical. And so you had these MBAs running around the place. And you know, this is that age-old battle between the engineering majors and the liberal arts majors who went on to get their MBAs. They just don't get along that well. Weather's fantastic. And by the way, I do post photos and stories on Instagram. So check me out there at TechLeadHD. Link in the description below. In terms of actual work environment, I'd say that Facebook probably has the edge simply because Google's food quality is just so bad, at least from what I've seen. Like you would be lucky to get spaghetti on a dinner. Normally it would be like boiled cabbage and spinach for dinner. 
Facebook actually puts a little bit of effort into their food preparation and serves you some pretty good, decent stuff sometimes. It's still not that great, right? But it's better. And they've got ice cream overall facilities like coffee selection, desserts, even bathrooms. They're just better. And then I would say that one of the biggest differences is the actual product, right? Facebook, it's kind of going downhill, right? Like we all know that. It's kind of like the feeling of being on a sinking Titanic and trying to figure out how to turn that boat around. With Google, it's not so much. Like Google has been dominating in a lot of products and a lot of their brand and products are well loved by people. So this is a good and bad thing, right? Like sure, yeah, you could join a company that is already well on their way up. But that's a very different type of struggle and challenge than trying to join like an underdog, right? Trying to reclaim its name, trying to make a product good again. Like these are all a completely different set of challenges than say an incumbent company that is already the champion in a lot of markets. And at Facebook, the engineering culture really moves fast and it's not that well put together, right? Like people can just start pushing any sort of code that they want. Very few things are really well thought out. People just start shipping stuff. By the time you have your first meeting with someone to discuss whether they want to move forward on a project, they've already secretly started committing code and you didn't even know that. And there's very little you can do to stop them from doing that. And people are just scrambling all over the place trying to deliver on their four axis, you know, impact direction, people, and very little on that better engineering portion. So, it is really more execution product focus, which could be good or bad, right? Like I would say this sort of trait may be good for startup work. Google is really more engineering driven and you would learn more in terms of good engineering practices if your focus is on engineering. Ready to land your job in tech? Level yourself up at brilliant.org slash tech lead. Brilliant's courses have fun storytelling, code writing, interactive challenges, and problems to solve. It's built for ambitious and curious people who want to excel at problem solving and understand the world. I particularly like their scientific thinking course in which you develop a solid foundation of physics while playing puzzles. You'll explore the physics of mirror reflections and laser tag and solve problems like this. When the small gear rolls around the big gear, when will the arrow spin? You'll come away better at solving problems, and with Brilliant, you'll unravel concepts bit by bit and build up to an interesting conclusion, unraveling truths in unexpected places. So check them out, brilliant.org slash techlead, and get 20% off premium. So that'll do for me. Hope you learned a little bit about the inner workings of large tech companies and how different they can be and how they can be structured. If you liked the video, give it a like and subscribe. It really helps the channel out, and I'll see you next time. Thanks, bye.